You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. And here we are, the Bills sitting at 4-0 following the win over the Las Vegas Raiders, 30-23 to on Sunday. And you take a look at this, I mean, really for the Bills, again, improving to 4-0 in a situation where many fans, of course, you hope your team wins every game. But when you looked at those first four games of the season, you know, you thought to yourself like, okay, these could be four wins for the Bills. I mean, certainly two games on the road with Miami and Las Vegas. Right. We all saw the Raiders beat the Saints on Monday Night Football a couple weeks back. Uh, You knew the Rams were going to be a tough opponent as they proved to be. But here are the Bills with their 30 to 23 victory. On today's episode, I'll go through honestly my five thoughts post game. I mean, there's certainly a lot of things that that we can talk about and what that looks like in so many pieces. Um, I'm trying to keep focused on just these five things. And honestly, when I got up today, you know, these are the first five things that came to my mind when I was thinking about the game. So there might certainly be some other items that you might look at that I may have missed that you may want to chat about. Of course, you can hit me up on Twitter at Anthemarino. You can write about it in the comments section here. Whatever that may be for you, you can go ahead and uh, and certainly do so. Because you know what, from this standpoint, you look at it and, and of course, there's plenty to talk about. Recording this on Monday, so you know, there will be further updates as it relates to injuries and guys like Levi Wallace and Matt Milano, some of the pieces that are taking place there. But for now, right as we sort of get uh, get settled in, I'll talk to you about the five things that that really stood out to me. So, you know, first off, the first thing, and I had to go back and check. Now, I do an article for Buffalo Rumblings each week called Four Downs. And during the season, when I do Four Downs, one of the things I include is a prediction on the game. And I had to go back and look because I thought to an extent, I was like, I think I did okay on this one. And uh, and I actually did. So I'll, I'll tell you what I read. I, I hope I'm not jinxing it for future editions of the Four Downs uh, article and at least for my predictions. But here's what I had. The prediction, Bills 31, Raiders 24. So I was off one point for each team. The Bills will improve to 4-0 with another impressive showing from the offense on Sunday. I'm expecting a better performance from the defense, and the game will not feel as close as the final score indicates. Josh Allen's 300-plus passing yard streak ends at 3, only because the running game has a dominant performance led by Devin Singletary. Um you know, obviously not a dominant performance by Devin Singletary, um, him getting in the end zone, certainly doing some good things on Sunday. But other than that, I felt pretty good about this prediction from everything with the uh, the final score being spot on, saying that the game will not feel as close, right, as the Bills extended the lead to 30 to 16 in the second half, um, you know, and, and somewhat able to to coast down the stretch, giving up a garbage time touchdown 
and Josh Allen's 300 plus passing yard streak coming to an end at three games. So, uh, you know, not to sit here and pat myself on the back, but, you know, you make enough predictions and and the stuff that we do, you, you certainly have some fun with it. And as you go through with everything, you just, uh, you know, you think to yourself like, gosh, you know what, this is, it's good when you, when you get someone relatively close, um, as you go through with a lot of this, I mean, you guys know, right. We all, we do win loss projections as it comes to, you know, this team each and every year, we go through different pieces. You try to project how they're going to finish from a wins and loss standpoint. But for right now, I did feel pretty good about that projection for the game on Sunday. You know, another piece that really stood out to me as opposed to, um, again, patting myself on the back here, and that's not not what I'm looking to do. But, you know, you go through with this stuff, and it's interesting from a, from a Josh Allen perspective. And I say this, and you look at his game, right? And I know it's easy to just look at the statistics. Okay, 24 out of 34, 288 yards passing, two passing TDs, no interceptions, had the quarterback sneak, right? Not doing much running the football. But if this was 2019, you would look at this and we would be like, oh my gosh, Josh Allen, like, is this something he can do all the time? And when I say he has raised the bar, I mean, it's almost like, yeah, you look at some pieces and think to yourself, okay, you know, completing 70% of his passes again, coming just under 300 yards for the most part, with a couple of exceptions, throwing away of the ball when he needed to, when he would get in trouble, two passing TDs, looking great. But, I mean, is this it, that now in four weeks into this season, that's almost what you come to expect from Josh Allen, right? Like, has he arrived where it's something, a stat line like this, a performance like he had on Sunday, where it's it's like, yeah, that's good. Like, not this over the moon, oh my gosh, Josh Allen, did you see him on Sunday that it would have been certainly in 2018 or let alone in 2019. And uh, and I guess we're at the point, right, with the Buffalo Bills third-year quarterback where it's not so much just about like, oh my gosh, like could you believe how he played, but, but more along the lines of just, yeah, this is what you're starting to expect from your quarterback. Obviously, these next two games on the schedule against the Tennessee Titans and Kansas City Chiefs will certainly provide challenges, not just for Allen and for the Bills as a whole. But um, but he has raised the bar. This would have certainly been Josh Allen's, you know, greatest game of the 2019 season. Maybe there would have been some questions still around the Cowboy game just because the national stage that it was on. But statistically, that was not as good as as what he did on Sunday as a passer. And now that you look at this, and it's um, it's a different feeling for Bills fans, right? You go through, sure, the Jets and the Dolphins. You could sort of you know, understand people saying, well, those are two teams that aren't very good at this point. But then you go against, uh, you know, the victory over the Raiders on Sunday and the victory last week over the Los Angeles Rams. And, you know, the Buffalo Bills have an offense and it's led by Josh Allen. And again, to that point where when he throws for 288 yards and two touchdowns with a 70% completion percentage, it's almost to that point where it's, it's certainly become almost what we would expect. So, um, that for me was number two on the list, uh, and I'm, I'd be curious to get everyone's thoughts on that too. Like, is this just what we expect from Josh Allen right now? If it is, I'm certainly good with it, and you know, and kind of here we go. 
Number three on the list, and it was interesting, right, in so many ways, and this is talking about Josh Norman and him making his um, his debut with the Buffalo Bills. And we talked about it earlier in the week, right? Like, okay, he can come off of injured reserve, got a couple practices in this week, and is this going to be a situation where the Bills are able to really – you know, kind of ease him in to certain things. Well, they weren't able to ease him in because Levi Wallace left the game early with an injury. Wallace only played six snaps, right? So so the remaining remaining 67 snaps that the Buffalo Bills had on defense, Josh Norman was playing. And, you know, here, here you go, right? You come into this situation, the expectation was maybe there would be a little bit of a platoon that the Bills would, you know, maybe rotate him with Wallace or based on some situational things or see how Wallace was playing. And here goes Josh Norman coming in and just um, really establishing himself in that first game with the Bills. I mean, the biggest play that he had, right, punching the ball out of Darren Waller's grip, um, Waller was just a, a nuisance for the Bills' defense throughout the day on Sunday. But Norman really providing that spark, right, with punching the ball out, then recovering the fumble himself. And you look at this and it was just like, I don't know, like you you see Norman, you see him on the sidelines, you see his personality, you've seen him with the press and different things that he's done in Buffalo already. And what I say, is this the, the type of player that the Bills have been missing on the defensive side of the ball? I don't necessarily mean from the physical attributes and what he can do as a player, although that was a huge play and served as a spark for the for the Bills in putting the game away on Sunday. Um, but kind of that vocal leader on the defense, right, having a, a little bit of bravado, almost a swagger to that extent, that, um, that the Bills maybe have lost a little bit, right? I mean, you think of guys like Jordan Phillips and Shaq Lawson, and we know Shaq was always a boisterous guy. I say that in a good way, right? Like in the locker room, keeping guys engaged, truly a vocal leader. Jordan Phillips, right? You think of him and Lawson on the sideline, that video that came from the game at Pittsburgh last year. But even to a further extent, somebody like Lorenzo Alexander, Right, who maybe didn't play as many snaps as you know the the last year of his career, and you know wasn't on the field a majority of the time, but that type of leader for the team. And certainly, there's guys on the defense that can lead. When you think of like Jerry Hughes and Micah Hyde, um, Tre'Davious White, but but you know you have some more quiet types on this Bills defense right now. Ed Oliver doesn't have a whole lot to say. Um, right, a second year player, you probably shouldn't. Levi Wallace, um, you know, certainly goes about and just looks to do his job. Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, more of the quiet types, Jordan Poyer. Um, and I don't say that in any way as a negative, but sometimes your defense needs that person that can, I don't want to say like get in everyone's face, but kind of be that vocal leader for what the team needs right now. And and maybe, just maybe Josh Norman was that guy. I mean, obviously his play has to back it up. And it certainly did on Sunday, but it seemed like he provided a bit of a spark, especially during the second half as he was settling in with the Bills on the defensive side of the ball. And of course, as we say, right, some some tough tests coming up, um, especially in a couple weeks when the Bills play the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, still waiting for more information on Levi Wallace's injury and what that's really going to mean for the Bills moving forward. Um, but Josh Norman really, in some ways, maybe coming back just in the nick of time, because uh, once Levi Wallace goes down, I like what we've seen from Cam Lewis so far, but certainly an undrafted free agent. Someone like Norman has that experience. And as I said, 
certainly look to provide that spark for the Buffalo Bills on Sunday. Number four on my list, Stefan Diggs. And when you look at Diggs and just the player that he is, I I don't have the words, right? Six receptions for 115 yards, the huge 46-yard reception, hooking up with Allen later in the game, really to put things out of reach. Um, Every time that I just watch this guy play, you see what he is able to do. You see the weapon that he is. And and again, right, it's, it's like no disrespect to Isaiah McKenzie. We saw McKenzie be successful in the game on Sunday and what he can do and the weapon that he is and the potential for the jet sweeps and keeping defenses on their toes. But upgrading from Isaiah McKenzie as a starting wide receiver to Stefan Diggs, I mean, right, you're, you're going from a serviceable player to a Pro Bowl player. And right now, Stefan Diggs for the Buffalo Bills, I mean, certainly Josh Allen is the most valuable player. Stefan Diggs might be the most important player right now. And you just say that because what he has meant to the offense, the trust that Josh Allen has in him, the separation he is able to garner, but even when he is not right, that here is that trust, that faith to go up for the contested catches. He is he is something that we have not seen in Buffalo since Eric Moulds, right? And we saw some little flashes from Sammy Watkins, but he just never really developed at that point, too young in his career with the Bills. Stefan Diggs, right, is is basically what you wanted Sammy Watkins to become in Buffalo. And I love what we see from Diggs so far. Again, six receptions for 115 yards. A player on that offensive side of the ball that brings that swagger and bravado that we were talking about before. Right. And that's no disrespect to the other players. I mean, when you look at what John Brown and Cole Beasley did last year, obviously fantastic. But now you have Stefan Diggs, who's a bit of a lightning rod. He is electric with the ball in his hands, can make those contested catches. And he has just proved to be Josh Allen's best friend through four games. And you just love what you have seen from him so far. I realize on this podcast, I end up gushing about Stefan Diggs a lot. And I don't care, right? When you think about it right now and what he has meant to the team, tied for the league lead in receiving yards, it is a new day for the Buffalo Bills. And Stefan Diggs, such a huge part of that. And you just love to see what he has brought to this offense um, and the rapport that he has with Josh Allen so far. So really my last piece that I will note, and it's not about Sunday's game, but it's about next Sunday's game. And I've got to ask the question, right? Are we going to see the Buffalo Bills play the Tennessee Titans on Sunday? Um, At the time when I'm recording this on Monday, there were no additional positive tests for the Titans. Um, They would need two days in a row of no positive tests um, before they would be able to reopen their facilities. So at the earliest would be on Wednesday. I imagine if they can reopen their facility on Wednesday and there's no additional positive tests after that, the Bills and Titans could play their game in Nashville on Sunday, um, but it is certainly wait and see mode. As well as the Bills are playing right now, of course, you would love to see that game take place. If it doesn't, who knows what it'll look like for the remainder of the schedule. It would give the Bills, of course, some additional rest as they would prepare for the Thursday night football game on October 15th against the Kansas City Chiefs. But You know, for myself, again, those are the five things that really stand out to me right now. Anything talking about the um, the injury to Matt Milano would be pure speculation. Anything more on Josh Allen's injury, which 
like everybody else, right? I mean, I sort of, I was definitely a bit panicked at that point when you saw Allen get hit and uh, and leave the sideline for a bit. But of course, uh, relieved as he came back in. And you just talk about some of the other injuries that could be out there. Brian Winters, who started uh, his second game in a row at right guard, um, he went out of the game, did not return. Quentin Spain filling in for him. Cole Beasley was out for a bit, but did return to the game. You know, any of those pieces will have you covered at buffalorumblings.com throughout the week. But I always appreciate you guys tuning in. I appreciate you hitting that subscribe button so you get all of our great shows here. And uh, again, hit me up in the comments section at buffalorumblings.com. Hit me up on Twitter at Anthem Marino. And as always, go Bills.